Good afternoon, good afternoon. My name is Lasad and I'm your host. Today we continue on Strife, the Enemy of Advancement by Apostle Stephen A. Garner. I know I've been enjoying this book. It was intimidated to intimidating to get into, but once I got into it, I fairly enjoyed it. I suggest that if you haven't been listening to the broadcast from the beginning, you go back to the beginning and uh, listen to it, take notes. It's very informative. There's a lot of great tools. And let's all grow together. Uh, Furthermore, share the broadcast. If you know somebody that needs uh, to learn or needs some tools in their weaponry, Hey, share the broadcast. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Uh, So the book is Strive, The Enemy of Engagement by Apostle Stephen A. Garner. And we are on chapter five. And it is entitled Strife and Contention. Um... So bow your heads, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just love you, we praise you, we glorify you, and we thank you for another day you have given us. We ask, Father God, that you would meet us where we're at. For you love us, you gave your Son for us, and we pray, Father God, that we would view us like you view us. That we are perfect and loved by you, Father God. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Father God, help us have a spirit of humility unto you that we would be submit, submitting to you, Father God. For your word says to submit and resist the devil. So right now, by the power and the authority of Jesus Christ, we resist the devil and his cunning ways in the name of Jesus. The Bible also says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. So Father God, right now, we take every thought captive that that is not of you and we take it into the obedience of Christ in the name of Jesus. And Father God, you have given us the keys of heaven. And your word says that what is bound on earth is bound in heaven. And what is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. So right now, we bind all strongholds. We bind all strongholds. And we loosen the healing power of Jesus Christ. A renewed mind in Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we put on the belt of truth, the body armor of righteousness, the righteousness, the shoes that put on the peace that comes from the good news, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. And we declare and decree no weapon, no weapon formed against us shall prevail. Every tongue that rises up against us is condemned in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 17, 14, King James Version says, The beginning of strife is 
as when one letteth out water. Therefore, leave off contention before it be meddled with. Proverbs 17:14. This is the good news. And it says, the start of an argument is like the first break in a dam. Stop it before it goes any further. Proverbs 17:14. The God God's word says, starting a quarrel is like opening a floodgate. So stop before the arguments get out of control. Salomon highlights strife is a con a conduit of contention to be released. Strife, when unchecked, can limit an individual's ability to resist the temptation to argue or quarrel. This is so true. Contention and controversy thrive like the breaking of a dam when discord is present. And at the bottom line, I think it's so important just to take control over your emotions. That is key. Demons often tempt people to do things that they eventually regret. Remember, strife is demonic. And when allowed to manifest, it summons other demonic spirits. So if you allow your issues and those of others to pull you into unwholesome dialogue, eventually, like the breaking of a dam, demons of contention will be stirred and apply pressure to activate full-blown arguments that spin out of control. One of the keys to overcoming strife, which leads to contention, is the ability to discern its manifestation. I've compiled a list of seven areas I feel, feel will enlighten you and provide a template for overcoming strife and here he he speaks of discernment it is so important that we discern in the spirit what's going on in our surroundings because if we were to just step back and listen to what is actually being said with our discerning ears we would probably not react to things that we should not react to, but reply to. Notice I said reply. Number one, an initial disagreement that leads to anger or rage. That's good. Number two, a sense of uneasiness about an incident you just can't let go of. Three, unwillingness to be reconciled after you verbalized the issue has been resolved. So you've already resolved it, but you're still role-playing. And these, this is really important that we know not to role-play the negative thoughts because it's a lie. And we need to stop rehearsing the lie in our head. 
Because once it's been dealt with, there should be no reason why you're still rehearsing it. Because that means you've not let it go. And that means there's unforgiveness in your heart. So number one, you have to forgive. And number two, you have to forgive yourself. Because God has forgiven us. So why can't we forgive one another? Number four, you constantly rehearse. Oh my goodness, I was just talking about this. Or muse over a situation that initially wastes wasn't a big deal between you and a friend but after a period of time you begin looking for things to justify distance yourself from a friend and honestly i just spoke about this and it is truly unforgiveness in your heart um we always have to remember who are who are we our identity is in Christ and so we have to be Christ-like um, let's keep going here number five intern internally you are at odds with another but you tolerate them you refuse to address your issue for fear of being provoked this leads you to discuss how you feel about this person with others in a negative way so you've not really and i'm going to tell you something discussing your things with others in a negative way you will number one tarnish the um your loved ones um that person as an individual um, and you will make up with this person or your friendship will continue and other people will remember what you spoke in a negative matter. It is not wise unless that person is got some great experience under their belt. I don't recommend that you share anything that is personal with somebody in a negative form uh, because nothing good can come out of that especially if they're not going to be counseling you and you know um what exactly um should you how you should proceed forward the other thing on this is uh i believe this is passive aggressive and i wanted to read passive aggressive is behavior it says here behavior is a pattern of indirectly expressing negative feelings instead of openly addressing them there's a disconnect between what is passive aggressive person say it says and what he or she does so it's not good i just thought i threw that in number six if you have any subtle envy or jealousy jealousy towards another and find it difficult to honor them or celebrate them and they are considered your friend now this too is dangerous so i'm going to read what jealousy is okay because it is it's not good it's a noun and it states 
it's the state or feeling of being jealous another similar word is envy they're both the same um gel a jealous person would be someone who is hostile towards you because they think you have an advantage or something that they don't have which is not good um jealousy is not of god so you would have to the bible says in 2 Corinthians 10:4, pull down all strongholds. For our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to pulling down strongholds. It is very important that you pull down the stronghold of envy or jealousy because it is rooted in anything else but God. Uh, number seven, you are involved in a partnership. Indifferences arise and inabilities to find common ground evolve. You find it almost impossible to move forward in the partnership. And there is an un underlining flow of anger. Now, you know, we've talked about anger in our other podcast um anger is a strong feeling of an annoyance displeasure or hostility vexation is another word um it, you know i recommend that if you're unable to clarify or discuss something that you're not getting breakthrough in I, I would recommend get counsel you know a third party I highly recommend it I'm all for counseling uh, even you know somebody in the body of Christ um, obviously somebody that has done it in the past and at the end of the day if you're unwilling to forgive you have to remember what is driving that is it pride because we all have to let pride go if any of the list items apply to you there should potentially be a root of strife working in you it's important to repent and ask god to to forgive you for any behavior or attitudes you have harbored that have led to discord, violence, content contention, conflict, or fighting. And you know, I wrote a few scriptures down because we our identity is in Christ, and it's so important for us as Christ believers to not believe in the lie but to stand on the truth and the bible says we are overcomers let's look up john 16 33 and it says these things i have spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace in the world ye should have trib tribulations but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So he's overcome the world. That means we have overcome the world. The next one I have written down is, I know the plans I have for you. 
The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declare the Lord. Plans to prosper you, plans to not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Hallelujah. We have to hold on to these truths. The next verse I wrote is working out your salvation with fear and trembling. Philippians 2.12 And it says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and tremble, trembling. Listen, we're not a perfect people. We have to work out our tra- our. our salvation with fear and trembling honoring god and letting go our fleshly desires is this key another one is is uh love never gives up the word of god says see if i wrote it but well i might oh i did write it and it says this is first john 4 7 8 and it says dear friends let us love one another for love comes from god anyone who loves has been born of god and knows god whoever does not love does not know god because god is love So if we know God, we ought to be able to love like God does, right? So these are a few scriptures that I jotted down. I'm making sure I don't forget any of the scriptures. Let's continue. God is greater than any demonic force, and he is committed to our freedom. Our job is to submit to his word and yield to his spirit. Submitting to prayer and deliverance from strife may also be necessary for freedom. You know, it's so important that we pray because sometimes we have to pray for our deliverance. Pray it through. Let's see. I wrote something. Yes. And praying. It's a warfare prayer. Uh, Silences our enemies. Because we're constantly feeding ourselves what the world gives us. Which is negative, untrue, and the rehearsing in our thoughts. And so it is so necessary that we pray. Even when you pray in tongues, God is speaking to you. And and warfare prayers. Pull up two, three, four scriptures on warfare. And war over your friendships, your relationships, your marriage, your children. These are essential things for us to do. For we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Keep this in mind. Proverbs 22.10 says, Cast out the scorner, and contention shall go out. Ye strife and reproach shall cease. Scorners are boosters and prone to be involved in excessive talking. 
boosting is a form of pride which leads to destruction. James 3 describes the tongue as being a, the smallest member of the body, as one that boosts great things. Governing your tongue will help keep you out of strife. James goes on to say, the tongue is unruly, evil, and full of deadly poison. It is so important that number one, we pray for wisdom. Because when we get wisdom, we tend not to speak uh, impulsively. And Secondly, we spoke about pulling down strongholds. This is a time when you ought to pull out that scripture and pull down strongholds. Proverbs 10.19 says that this is the complete Jewish Bible. When words are many, sin is not lacking. So he who controls his speech is wise. Boosting opens the door for all kinds of sin. When strife is present in a person's life, the degree of difficulty to govern what you say increases as well. Listen to that carefully. Notice how the verse says that he who controls his speech is wise. When it comes to dealing with any demonic vice wisdom is important wisdom is too high for a fool and many foolish deeds and behaviors can be overcome by wisdom <coughs> excuse me acts 15:39 and it reads like this and the content the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from another and so barnabas took mark and sailed onto cyprus strife promotes controversy and is is a major enemy of covenant relationships the apostle paul and barnabas were two were team members on a mission. A rift occurred between them because of Mark, and two friends are divided. I'm convinced that strife was the core of this separation. Proverbs 16:28 says, "A whisperer separates chief friends." The word whisperer translates backbiter. Or slanderer. This is excellent example of how Satan works be behind the scenes through our thoughts and mindsets. He whispers things into our souls and divides friends and sows seeds to break covenants through contention. Proverbs 26:17. He that pathes passes by and meddleth with strife belonging not to him is like one that taketh a dog by the ear. Proverbs 26, 17. This is the good news. 
says, getting involved in an argument that is none of your business is like going through the street and grabbing a dog by its ears. This verse provides an excellent analogy of what happens when we try to intervene with the strife of others. It's so important to it's better us better that we just mind our own, our own business. Like grabbing a random dog's dog by the ear as you walk down the street. Chances are you're getting you'll get attacked. So if a dog will attack you, what makes you think you won't be attacked eventually by the strife that, that's occurring? It's completely in important to be wise and proceed with caution when it comes to interfering with people and and it says incensed incensed because of an argument wisdom demands we not deal with people when they are they are in strife Violence and fighting are manifestations of strife. Glory to God. Well, I hope you enjoyed this chapter. May God richly bless you. And until the next one, I will see you soon. Goodbye.